Our highest growth areas, for instance, are certainly areas around Springfield, the Ripley Valley, Yamanto. Uh, incredible developments out through there. And then we've got our inner city blue chip areas, you know, around Eastern Heights, Central Ipswich, Sadler's Crossing, um, just to name a few. Welcome to the Property Brief Podcast, proudly brought to you by the REIQ, Queensland's peak body for real estate professionals. I'm your host, Rob Dory. It's the fastest growing city in Queensland, a testimony to its popularity. But the region is not Brisbane. It's not even a high profile coastal destination. In fact, Ipswich in southeast Queensland. According to the Bureau of Statistics, Ipswich population grew by 3.1% each year between 2016 and 2021. That's higher than any other local government area in Queensland. To find out what's to love about Ipswich, I'm joined by local REIQ Zone Chair Andrew Kenman. Andrew is Principal and Director of LJ Hooker Ipswich and Fernvale. Welcome, Andrew. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. That statistic on its own is, um, for some people, would be quite surprised. You're not. You're right in the thick of Ipswich. But to hear that um, 2016 to 2021, year on year, Ipswich population grew by 3.1%, which is higher than anywhere else, any local government area in, uh, in Queensland. That's incredible. What do you think is driving that? Affordability is probably the number one uh, reason. Um, allocation to CBD of Brisbane, uh, we're 35 minutes by rail from uh, CBD to CBD. So location to work, accessibility and affordability are, are definitely the major driving forces behind that, those reasons. We noticed through COVID that um, those coastal suburbs that we aforementioned uh, uh, and Brisbane, we saw a big increase in prices. Did you see the same situation through the Ipswich region? We did, um, but still... Our prices are, are behind that of, of Brisbane CBD, so we're still very affordable. Saying that, though, across the region, we grew by in excess of 20% in the last four years. And over the last 12 months, has that come back at all? I've had that big, that large growth that we had through COVID. Uh, you know, we've seen Brisbane come back a bit. Uh, is it the same with Ipswich? Yeah. Uh, no, no, not, not in our patch. Um, we have seen the market come off the boil in the last periods probably since December, and that's because of interest rate rises and we were prepared for that. But we haven't seen prices come back. Um, if anything, they've just solidified. So when we talk about affordable and prices in comparison, um, run us through uh, maybe some of the suburbs and uh, what we can buy in the Ipswich region. Yeah, sure. Look, our medium house price at the moment is sitting just less than 500k, which is very affordable to all, all markets, whether you're a first home buyer or someone looking for investing or someone just simply looking at moving into the region. Um, and our unit prices on our medium unit price average is, um, is only 380,000, uh, which has still has grown, but uh, I'm sure you'll agree with me, incredibly um, reasonable to, for, to buy in. And some of the, the blue chip areas, are, uh, highest growth areas, for instance, are certainly areas around Springfield, the Ripley Valley, Yamanto. Uh, incredible developments out through there. Um, and then we've got our inner city blue chip areas, you know, around Eastern Heights, Central Ipswich, Sadler's Crossing, um, just to name a few. And those, um, those first ones you mentioned, they're the uh, newer subdivision areas, are they? Is that right? They are. That's, that's where E-marked with the highest amounts of growth, yes. We, we've got literally um, hectares of land uh, between 
between Ripley and Springfield that, that are earmarked for development at the moment. Um, so new housing constructions are, are well underway in those areas and, and driving everything from first-time buyers to investors and, of course, these from mum and dad buyer. I always find that really interesting that when we're doing all these developments and we all know that there's more coming, there's more land that's going to be released eventually, that we can see such growth. What do you think that is? Is it because people want to buy new homes? Is it the infrastructure or, or facilities that they're putting in these areas in comparison to maybe the older areas? I think you've just nailed it. It's the contribution of everything you just said. The Springfield area, I mean, they're building fantastic parklands throughout that developments of, of new sporting facilities. They've just moved the Premier League football games out that way. They've got a new stadium for uh, for AFL out that way because of the accessibility in and out of the city. There's a new railway link going in, which will uh, drive people from the Ipswich, Umanto, Ripley Valley areas all the way through to Springfield. So um, hand in hand with new developments and the infrastructure, uh, I see People are seeing that as a fantastic alternative to living in the Brisbane corridor or Gold Coast. Probably not a question for yourself. It's probably more so for the mayor, but we've got the Dolphins in uh, Redcliffe. Uh, how long before we uh, see Ipswich in the NRL and, and the AFL as well? Is that something that we're working towards? I know we've, we've, we've tried uh, valiantly to have an, <laughs> an our NRL team in Ipswich, yes. based in Ipswich. Right. Um, and I know that uh, th- there's still the appetite to have that in the Ipswich area. Um, some of our best football players uh, came from Ipswich um, and, and the clubs in here. So we're a great um, heartland for for sports. And you mentioned a moment ago about uh, units. Um, myself, visiting and driving through Ipswich, I actually do own an investment property myself in Newtown. Good man. Uh, Good man. A, well, we've had, we've had it for some years. Well, fingers well crossed. Well fingers done. crossed. You we keep on going. Yes. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, tell me, as far as units, is there, you know, is there much planned for a high density or medium density around the city? Yeah, great question. Uh, yes. Look, when we're looking at, at um, you know, our infrastructure opportunities, um, the local council has certainly uh, earmarked a number of, of areas around the railway um, for high density um, and, and predominantly because of accessibility to the railway and infrastructure um, and local shopping centres. That's where our high density areas are earmarked. Um, and as we get further out and get lower density, such as, you know, townhouse uh, complexes. Um, so there's a lot of areas earmarked for that. And with, with you know, we've got a, an average of 3% or 3.1% increase in, in numbers each year. Uh, that's going to start driving more and more of that unit living for us. But it's a very affordable. Land's getting more and more expensive, harder to find. Um, so in our space, obviously, as, as with a lot of major cities, going up is going to be the more affordable way of buying. And are we seeing the, the local council itself looking at um, changing, you know, throughout the city and beyond as far as the borders for that density? Uh, yeah, because it's earmarked, I'm sure they will. Once the um, demand has increased, that's their opportunity. And um, and tell me, vacancy rates, is it like everywhere else in southeast Queensland? Incredibly tight. We're actually less than 1% now, which is the, the, the tightest we've ever been. Do you believe that um, with this higher density being earmarked and obviously the new developments, do you think we're going to see that easing anytime soon or is it a long way off? Yeah, great question. Unfortunately, um, we're playing catch up at the moment um, and, and for how long that's going to be, I, I, it's very difficult to tell. I, I think pressures 
within the Ipswich and, and area local areas are going to maintain or at least increase, but certainly aren't going to come off the boil because the migration levels are so high. Affordability is high, and that all equates to a very high demand. Um, and I don't see demand coming off in our area for many, many years to come. So for investors, where are the areas that you'd be suggesting or where are the popular areas uh, now and into the future? You know, when, when you look at the Ipswich uh, catchment areas, it's very difficult to point an area that's not good investing. Um, our blue chip areas um, in around the CBD spots um, are in great investment because the, um, the growth um, uh, there is, is extremely good. And then you start looking at the Arata areas, which is growing exponentially, such as Yamanto, Ripley, that we've mentioned before, and Springfield. Um, you've got new housing to, to invest in there, which means that you know, you've got great write-offs um, for the new housing um, and your holding costs. Even though interest rates are increasing, we've been consistently putting our, our rents up month by month at the moment. So the holding costs for all of those areas beats a lot of, um, a lot of the capital cities in and around Australia. Now, talking about the city itself and, and the future of the city, obviously we don't need to get into too many details, but we had those issues with the council some time ago. Has that all, uh, because I know that prior to that, there were a lot of plans earmarked for the city and they kind of went by the wayside. Has that settled down and can we talk about uh, maybe what the future infrastructure looks like and what they're planning? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, it has settled down um, and it's you know, steady as she goes at the moment. Um, um, the, the new council is doing a great job uh, earmarking, you know, what they can do to assist the local areas in growing. Uh, and one of those has certainly been um, the redevelopment of the city heart. Um, and so, you know, I know that they got into a lot of trouble. The previous government got into a lot of trouble for what they did there. Um, however, the the product that they're putting into place in the heart of, of, of Ipswich is certainly going to return um, into tenfold. You know, they've got some great buildings there. They've built great um, usable plazas there. We, you know, walk through, drive through, cafes, restaurants, all those sorts of uh, businesses that, that help develop at the centre of the heart of any um, establishment. The next, the next um, opportunity that they've got there is bringing in uh, residential um, living areas in the heart, and they're looking at doing that now with some of the buildings. Instead of, um, you know, the top floors being left vacant at the moment, uh, there's a push on at the moment to convert those into living quarters. So the opportunity there obviously is, is getting people to live back in the, in the heart of the city that all those facilities will be utilised. Yeah, that's always been a struggle with not just Ipswich, but so many uh, cities and towns that uh, people move out from the city, they work in the city, uh, but then it becomes a ghost town uh, after a certain time and then the weekends. And yeah. obviously that uh, can also harbour crime as well. So if we can get people living back in the city, it'll make a massive difference. I think that's a that's a, a big key opportunity for the local government here is to get people living back in the heart of the city. It'll solve so many uh, so many challenges that they've got. So with some of that development happening around Central, uh, is there much commercial space that we can see that's good for investing? Where are we sitting in that area? And also outside of the city, what about industrial? Yeah, gee, our commercial space, again, is just, um, you know, blowing up. We've got uh, areas earmarked around the Warrego Highway, um, the Ipswich Motorway uh, for commercial. We've got uh, sites from, you know, from small sheds that mum and dad's can operate a small business from. To um, to mega uh, mega properties that are over um, a hectare under a shed space, 
our aeronautics divisions are um, in this corridor as well. We've got uh, massive engineering businesses that are moving into the corridor, pharmaceuticals that are setting up bases here because of the distribution points around Australia um, from, from this location is brilliant. So yeah, um, our um, earmarked areas along the Warrego and the Ipswich Highway, massive. So why do you see the popularity? Is it price driven? Is it, you mentioned the arterials there. Um, are there incentives being offered by councils and governments as well to get these businesses in? Yep. Yeah, there are incentives. There are incentives. There's bills of incentives um, being offered. Um, the, the local government um, are certainly working very wisely in, in maximising opportunity of bringing um, you know, commercial development groups into those spaces and offering them incentives to do so. Um, you know, it's, it's the old rule. When you start getting more and more people coming into a location, um, it creates more and more people, creates more activity, creates more excitement. Uh, so, yeah, the local government's doing a crackerjack job. Where do you see the challenges over the next few years? Finding places for, for, for this exponential growth of, of, um, of migration. You know, it's, um, it's the same challenge I think a lot of our cities are going to face. Um, where do we start putting people and how to, how to effectively do it without putting too much stress on infrastructure? That's a challenge, you know, getting people in and out of roads, you know, finding enough land, land space to put these people and ensuring that, that our existing um, residents aren't put under pressure because of the new expansions. Uh, that's, a, that's a big challenge just in itself. For those that are listening that don't know much about uh, the town, the city, the surrounds, uh, what is it that uh, those that live there really, really love? Livability. And I know that's a catchphrase that's thrown around a lot, but gee whiz, we've got uh, access to some of the greatest um, uh, parklands, um, dams, sites for skiing, for water sports. Um, We've got great access to um, the great outdoors. You know, literally within minutes of driving from the CBD, you're in the country. And you're in the country surrounded by gorgeous farmlands. Um, our agricultural business in and around the local areas is, is striving and doing very well. Um, cattle, uh, uh, sheep, uh, you name it, it's all within five minutes, including a really good viticulture. Um, some of our vineyards in the local area are doing quite well. So, you know, we've got everything within a stone's throw. Uh, and then on the other side, you've got access to CBDs of the city. Great shopping, great, great plazas. Well, you've sold me on a number of areas there, and I look forward to coming out and maybe trying one of those tipples. What do you think? Good on you. Look forward <laughs> to have you out here. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for your time. That's all right. Thanks for yours. All the best. I'm Rob Dory. Thank you for listening to the Property Brief Podcast, proudly brought to you by the REIQ, Queensland's peak body for real estate professionals. For industry updates, latest news and market overviews from industry specialists and practising professionals, follow us on your favourite podcast platform. 